back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Show 1700 KBGG. France and Belgium are underway in the first of the two semifinals. The Croatia game is tomorrow. Croatia, England. Uh, David Kaplan, mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yes. Regular guest on vacation in Croatia. Weird. Really weird. Going to try and hook up with him early in the show tomorrow. Okay. It'll be about an hour before kick time. Um, of the final semi, uh, the uh, the second semifinal mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. So hopefully, because Cap's going to be watching with a whole boatload of people. He said. Yes. So um, I'd love to kind of get a feel for what it's like, right? Because you've seen some of the video clips. The it's passion. Crazy. Yes. Just nuts. I told you the story when I was uh, for the summer in Italy during college, mm-hmm. and Naples was trying to move up to uh, to the top level there with the Italian uh, league. Also that summer, it was the summer of the Euro Championships, the second biggest event after the World Cup in terms of a national scale. And Italy got to the finals that year. It was on the 4th of July. Well, being on a military base as we were, it was a big event for the American people. But that's also the one day a year where they let all the locals in. They had this huge to the base, yeah, into where we stayed. It was a campground kind of area. And they let all the Italians in. Well, on the big screen, they had the match. That was a lot of fun. I bet. Frank, yeah, uh, just experiencing it. Yeah, just uh, with all the crazy with Italians, the with their team, yeah. playing for a championship at the second biggest event in the world. And you know what? I might have had too many Peronis, because I can't even remember if they won. Is our Peronis. Peronis oh, is such a good beer. It's delicious. No, I'm a big fan. Our so, friends at Villaggio have it on tap. Do they? It's yes. my sec- it might be my second favorite beer, which is my favorite, of course, is why I'm rooting for Belgium, because my good friend Stella Artois <laughs> okay. is from Belgium. Uh-huh. So because of Stella, I'm going to root for Belgium. Uh-huh. I know you've got a bet on France, so I we'll do. be on the other side of this one today. Yeah. But Peroni's awesome. It I'm is. A big fan of Peroni. I drank a lot of those I that bet summer. you did. I drank a lot of them in uh, Little Italy in uh-huh. New York. Oh, okay. That's where I found them on tap. But you can get them here locally. Huh? Yes, at Villaggio. Very nice. Um, Trent, I asked this question of Zubin, of, of the big three guys the three big young guns in the game. I mean, we're not missing anybody, right? The big, the three big three are. I'll show. Uh, Otani's one of them, but he's not at the level. I don't think yet. Of Bryce Harper, of Chris Bryant, mm-hmm. of Mike Trout. Those are the three. The faces uh, of the game. Yeah, currently. I think so. Otani can get there. Not right. quite yet. Uh, not not quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, of those three. I asked which one is more likely to stay with the franchise that they broke in with. He said Mike Trout. I'm not so sure. <sighs> Trout would be the one that I'd probably put the other way, especially if, if they don't start winning because he still has a couple years left, I think, under team control. By that point, if you're going into year 9, 10, 11, whatever it turns out to be, and you made one playoff or maybe even snuck in another wild card game and that's it, mm-hmm. you have to look at the big market. Before this season, you would have asked this in March, I would have said Harper is the least likely. I, I thought he was gone. But because of his struggles this year, price is going to go down, and I think he's worth more to the Nationals as a franchise than anywhere else. And you look around, mm-hmm. 
where does he play? Where does he play in New York? Where you know he's working he's not on going first to Chicago. Base. There's no room for no, him. No, there's no place for him. As, as much as him and Bryant and their wives would love to be, you know, yeah. say, I get that, but that's not going to happen. No. So I think the answer is Chris Bryant. Bryant is the, the most the most uh, probable to stay with the team that he broke in with. Most likely to stay with the team. I think you're right. And despite the fact he's a Boris client, mm-hmm. I think that the answer is Chris Bryant. I can never see Theo Ricketts and company, um, you know, not willing to spend that extra whatever it takes to keep him. I really believe that he'll be a Cub, a lifetime Cub. What are those contracts going? To, what's what is they're going now, to make a billion dollars in their career trend? I mean, it's, are they though? I think they are. I think you the next remember contract, what we just saw last free agent period. Yeah, but when you're talking about, I mean, if the, where, where's Trout from? He's a Philadelphia Eagles yeah. fan. He's from Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, that area. What would the Phillies pay to have Mike Trout? Thirty million a year. I mean, oh, I don't know. I think isn't there a that. point though? I think I think we saw the changing How much did they of the pay guard. Ryan Howard. That was a different time period, though. I think we're seeing a change here in terms of free agency. Bryce think, Harper, is hmm. he going to get $250 million? I'm not I, so sure. I'm not. See, where I want to just wait to kind of tap the brakes a little bit, I still think the elite players are going to be able to command that dollar. I agree with you to an extent that the the really, really good players – there seems seemingly the market wasn't what it once was. But I think the guy, the true franchise, the lock hall of famers, which Trout is, yes. which certainly Bryant looks like his he is. See, I think Harper Trout's a different was, level. Bryant, is, I don't, he, is I, he the best player in baseball? Oh, it's not even close. I agree with you. And that's with Bryant, with Harper, with Otani, if we get to that point. I just see these guys at a different level. Trout is off on his own island, I believe. And for even a Chris Bryant, who's won an MVP and can put together a 310 season with 35 homers and 120 knocked in and great third base, we see what free agency, what happens at the end of these guys' careers. I think baseball front well, offices are getting a lot smarter. We did. Yes. At least last year we did. Now, when Mike, can these guys um, control their purse strings if a Mike Trout does show up on the doorstep? You know what I mean? Younger is better. We're it seeing is. that. Mm-hmm. Why pay for a guy on the downside of his career when you, you can continue to develop you down shouldn't. below and and it's a lot more but cost Mike effective. Trout's a far a far cry from a downside of a career. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh we'll take a timeout. We're gonna switch gears. We'll talk NFL with Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. He's busy with all of his previews. I think he's up to he's halfway through. We will do that with uh, Frank Schwab. When we come back, Trent and I are here until two. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in Central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines' Big Talker 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
The Easter Seals Iowa Admiral's White Party is coming up on July the 12th at the Iowa State Historical Building in Des Moines, beginning at 6.30. Festivities include entertainment by Quartet 515 and musician Brent Congan. A cocktail-style dining experience features custom-crafted menu by Baradas, drinks, and a live silent auction. You can purchase tickets at bidpal.com backslash 2008 White Party. Golf Headquarters, 2900 University Avenue, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines is back. 10,000 square feet of all the great golf gear. Golf headquarters made special purchases to save you money. Cleveland wedges, $79.99. Precision distance range finders, $149.99. Odyssey putters, $99.99. Golf shoes from FootJoy, closeouts from $55. Sun Mountain stand bag special purchase, $149.99. Callaway irons for only $399. Golf headquarters, 2900 University, Clock Tower Square, West Des Moines. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines, and all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you, or give them a call at 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Support the ALS Association through the Legacy Social, a casual evening inspired by the 1920s golf era on Thursday evening, July 26th at 5, and the Michael R. Myers Memorial Classic Golf Tournament the next morning at 10. Over the past two years, these events have raised $170,000, and this year's goal is to raise $125,000 for the direct benefit of the ALS Association. Limited tickets and sponsorships are available at MyersGolf.com. That's M-Y-E-R-S Golf.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication 
A job well done and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online, wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Hawkeye Swarm coming up with uh, Trent and Dr. Stephen Fuller, all of our guests appearing on the Dr. Stephen Fuller uh, Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th and 4108 Street Southwest in Altoona. Let's talk to our friend Frank Schwab, uh, yahoosports.com. He's in the midst of counting down from 32 of video and an incredibly detailed breakdown on all 32 of the NFL teams. The Niners were the was the most recent one that I saw and read this morning. Frank joins us. Frank, Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Uh, great to talk to you. I loved your uh, your last uh, tweet, by the way, in regards to uh, David Tepper, the new owner of the Carolina Panthers, who believes, apparently, at his press conference, he uttered the words that he believes that um, uh, gambling on the NFL will make the ratings go down. Uh, not the best of, of first, I guess, outing in front of the media for David Tepper. What is he thinking? That's, I mean, you can, I suppose, make a fair argument that the gambling won't be good for the NFL because of this or that reason. But to claim that it's going to drop ratings is, I don't even know where to start with that, how bad that is. Like, that is just dumb. Like, that's, I just wonder, like, I always think of the NFL as like, if you went into their offices, it would look like the Mad Men set because everything in the NFL is stuck in 1965. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not one forward-thinking person in the NFL. There, I don't think there's one employee that the NFL has on its payroll right now that actually understands gambling, that can say, actually, guys, here's what the deal is. Like, I, I just, it just it boggles my mind. It just, it, it's crazy to me. The, it, gambling is, is such a plus for the NFL in every single way that to, to come out and say I think it's going to drop ratings is just so foolish. I, I can't even start with that. Frank, what can be done with, with the NFL? Because I think the same way. All three of us, we love the NFL, but the front office, the organization, Goodell on down, it just, they miss the boat on so many things. We go back to the National Anthem, we go back to why seemingly each and every time when there seems to be an easy move, they, they put their foot in their mouth. What can be done to change that? I think it would, uh, you know, it's going to have to take place over a long time because I believe when you look at the NFL ownership, what do you notice? Notice, honestly, a lot of old white men. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, where's the diversity of that group? I mean, it's, it's all the same type of thinkers. It's all the guys who are stuck in 1965 because 1965 was their heyday. I, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be funny even. It's, it's like, who, who in that room is standing up and saying, guys, well, what are we doing, uh, you know, acquiescing to Donald Trump on the anthem issue? There's no, you know, there's no Mark Cuban in there. There's no, and it doesn't help that Roger Goodell is basically uh, just, he's, he's just a puppet for the owners. We know this. He's not a, he's not Adam Silver. He's not a guy. The NFL owners don't want Roger Goodell to stand up to them and tell them, no, you're being dumb on this. Let's, let's do it a different way. So I think that it, it's going to need, it's going to need a Mark Cuban type of guy. Uh, you know, somebody, 
ownership changing a little bit more Jeffrey Luria's and and guys like that uh, to kind of balance out the kind of entitled old guys that, that run the NFL right now, and that's going to take a really long time. And I, I don't, you know, even then, you look. I mean, when the, the last team that sold the Carolina Panthers, I mean, you heard a bunch of people come out and, and you know, what do they end up doing? Well, it, it goes to an old white man. Like, I mean, it's, nothing's changing in the NFL. This is just, they're just stuck in their ways and, and they're kind of comfortable there, I guess. Mm, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com is our guest. Frank, I think uh, the Niners were, what, 17 is your countdown from 32. So let's just, uh, the teams that you've been through so far, of the of the ones you've done, is there one that before you started this detailed exercise with all the video and the extensive breakdown that you thought that you think might be better than you know the closer you look at this team, maybe maybe they're going to be better than I first thought. Who would that team be? Yeah, there's a few you know upper you know a little higher when we get up to the okay. uh, you know, when we get up to the top sixteen, top half. But among the bottom teams, I think the Broncos are one that that do stand out as. A team that that I think that at least they have the ceiling of a really good team. Like a lot of the teams I've I've gone through, a lot of teams in the bottom sixteen. The one thing I noticed for sure, there's not a lot of bad teams in the NFL. They're not. I, I mean, even the Browns. I had Browns thirty two because I just kind of said, you know what? No, until until you prove otherwise, you're number thirty two. Well, the Browns aren't bad. I agree with you. <laughs> the, the Indianapolis Colts are my number thirty one. They're not bad if Andrew Luck is healthy and looks like Andrew Luck. I, I just don't think. When you're looking at the landscape of the NFL, like compared to Major League Baseball this year, Major League Baseball has about seven teams that are going to lose 100 games, or there's a couple that might lose 110, 115. There's nothing like that in the NFL this year. I think it's really good top to bottom, and the top is really good. So that did stand out to me. And when I look at you know teams that are a little bit better than I thought, I, I you know the the Broncos are one that I said, hey, look, you could talk me into. Case Keenum, they just needed a quarterback. The quarterback stunk. Case Keenum has somehow had a revival at age 29 and 30, and he's going to be the answer. And everything else fits into place for them after a really good draft. I can totally buy into that. I, I, I have them 18, I believe, and I just think that, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all if I'm really, really wrong on them. The Redskins are another team that stood out to me as when I really got down to it and wrote the preview, I thought, did I have this thing too low? Is this, they were pretty good last year considering all their injuries. They had the worst injury situation in the NFL. If you believe that, hey, Alex Smith is just as good as Kirk Cousins or better maybe, that's what Jake Rudin says, then I think the Redskins are another team where I looked and I said, you know, it's possible. I just might have this team a little bit too low. Supplemental draft tomorrow. Is there anything for us to know here, Frank, or another ho-hum, ho-hum uh, as it pertains to this? You know, nothing incredible. No Josh Gordon coming out of this right, supplemental right. draft, I don't think. But, you know, hey, why not? It's Some teams going to take a, I think there's a couple guys who might go. I haven't looked into it that deeply, to be honest with you, just yeah. because it is so ho-hum. There, there's not one headline guy I think is going to make a big difference. But I look at it this way. If there is a guy who you really like, it's, it's you're getting an extra year. And, that, I mean, in that, you know, yeah, you're giving up next year's draft pick, but you get this player for 2018. Like, uh, that's a benefit to you. So if you think, hey, this guy legitimately is a second-round talent, why not take him? Because you get him in 2018 instead of having to wait until 2019 to draft a comparable player. Uh, if the uh, charges or if the pictures on, on uh, Twitter 
are true, and they were posted by uh, LaShawn McCoy, a friend of his, what is his girlfriend, right? They're not married, I don't think. But if, no, they're not. Right. If it is true and, and the picture looks damning, uh, and then you throw in the animal abuse and right. the child abuse, you would have to think that uh, Shady McCoy may have seen his last action as an NFL player. Well, yeah, it's it's tough to say, to to get that, you know, to to go into the hypotheticals like that because we don't know. We don't know what has happened. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, of course, if if Lashawn McCoy beat up that woman to the point where the picture we saw is his handiwork, basically, with his from his hands. Yeah, I, I can't imagine he would he would play in the NFL. That would be it would be huge. It'd be. Ray Rice, too. I mean, that this is, is a very serious deal, but I don't know enough really to go down that road yet. I, I just want to just play on a level. What, what's really happening? Well, Trump McCoy said he hasn't seen these people in months. Okay, that, that's pretty easy to verify or not verify, yeah, right? Like, if he, if he hasn't seen them in months, then I, 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 it's, it's, it's something that's, that's either true or false, and then if it's false, i got to wonder what else he's, he's not telling the truth about. I, I just don't know. They, we're, we're really early on this story, and I'm not really coming. I just don't, yeah, of course. If everything's true, if everything's true, yeah, he's probably never going to play in the NFL again, but I don't think we're close to that point yet. Last thing from me, Frank, uh, Des Bryant continues to sit out there. When are we going to get a resolution, or will he find a team? Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I always think, if somebody wanted Des Bryant, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. If somebody mm-hmm. wanted Des Bryant, okay, you could have signed him last week, could have him two weeks ago, could have him a month ago or two months ago. It, 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 why would it change today? Like, why would the uh, Seattle Seahawks wake up and say, you know what? Des Bryant sounds like a great idea today. <laughs> it's Your roster's kind of set. The, the Dallas Cowboys did Des Bryant no favors. And I mean, we can argue about whether they, they owed him anything, but the fact is, if. If you knew you were, this was the road you were going to go down, and you didn't, I guess, offer him a pay cut, and you didn't negotiate with him, it wasn't one of those deals. You just you stalled until I believe it was April twenty fourth or somewhere around there, and to, to cut him when every team has spent, every team that needed a receiver went out and signed an Allen Robinson or a Sammy Watkins. Teams that you know, the teams that were left, it's a small pool for him, so. Dallas Cowboys really did him a disservice by waiting as long as they did. Dez comes out and he has said, hey, I, I, I'm not lacking any options. I think maybe it's him. Maybe he's just waiting for the right call. Maybe he's just waiting for the right kind of deal. He knows that he has options and he's going to take the best one when the time comes. I just don't know, but we'll see. He, I, I just can't wrap my head around Dez Bryant is not going to play in the NFL this year. Like That makes that just makes no sense to me because he's not the guy he used to be, but he's still a pretty good player. No doubt about it. Frank Schwab, uh, Shutdown Corner, YahooSports.com. We will continue to follow the previews. Uh, excellent work today on Jimmy Garoppolo uh, and San Francisco, and I'm with you on the Bears, too. That offense is going to be exciting. Frank, yeah. we'll talk to you in the weeks to come. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com. Time for the Hawkeye Swarm. Trent Condon, you and Dr. Fuller, and we come back 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com 
where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Walk, run, or wag your way to Terra Park in Johnston on September 22nd for the ARL's Iowa Dog Jog, presented by Anderson Animal Hospital. The 4K and 2K course winds around the scenic Terra Lake, and afterward, you and your pup can unleash in the pop-up dog parks and visit with local vendors. It's basically a big dog party. Sign up as an individual or as a team to fundraise for the homeless pets at the ARL. Register today at iowadogjog.com. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, 
Every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit ComenGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. It's time for your daily dose of Hawkeye coverage on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back as we continue on here. Thanks to Frank Schwab, YahooSports.com, as we inch ever so closer to the NFL. Uh, Training camps get underway here in a couple of weeks. NFL news today, all of it uh, off the, well, of course, everything now is off the, away from the game with uh, Shady McCoy in that uh, terrible situation. Uh, that he founds himself in, and rightly so. And if indeed those uh, charges, as we talked about, um, are true, uh, hopefully he's played his last game in the league. And then, of course, the anthem issue, Trent, that seemingly will never go away. But it's time for a Hawkeye Swarm as we leave that behind us. Now, you and Doc Fuller today, uh, is it? did you say earlier basketball, right? We're going to basketball. Yeah, a lot of football. I know you love your football. Yes, I do. Doc and I, though, are both basketball guys. So, yeah, we're going to uh, mix in a conversation, some of my earliest memories of Iowa basketball, and one of the best, 1986-87, as Iowa got off to an undefeated start, 18-0 to begin the year, ranked number one. Mm-hmm. They go on to the Elite Eight, and, uh, well, an 18-point lead quickly dissipates in the second half against UNLV. A great what-if, and uh, good memories, also some sad memories, as close as Iowa's been to a Final Four since then. Yeah, was that the year, Trent, in your mind that, um, I mean, we, we remember Pfizer's final year when, mm-hmm. when uh, Michigan State knocked Iowa State out. That's seemingly as close as they ever got, certainly since, um, you know, since I've been here. Um, was that as close as you can recall? Yeah, I mean, people will talk about when they were in the Final Four before that in 1980. But this was a more, because uh, I wasn't here, but mm-hmm. the sense that I get was this was a team that was better. This team, because that was Ronnie Lester, and Lester got hurt, and for all intents and purposes, their chances were over. This one had eight guys that went on to play in the NBA, incredibly talented. The first team ever to score 100 points against a Bobby Knight coach team. They were unbelievably good. When they were playing at their best, they were the best team in the country. It's uh, one of those what-ifs, and there's a lot of them in Hawkeye sports. Great what-ifs. Indeed there are. All right, well, I'm going to get educated uh, because I was still in Canada, and believe it or not, Iowa basketball was not shown a lot in uh, (laughs) uh, in Winnipeg. Right, right. They they were not part of the Hawkeye network back then? You know, I don't even recall... If we got the tournament, honestly. Oh, really? I mean, I know we got the uh, the final four mm-hmm. was something. I remember that, but I just it was times were different back then. It was. Uh, well, um, fill me in. Let's hear this Hawkeye swarm as you go back to the eighty six eighty seven season. Here's Trenton Doc Fuller. Time for another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm on seventeen hundred KBGG. Myself, Trent Condon, joined as always by Doctor Stephen Fuller, and uh, well, we've done a lot of football here throughout the summer. Doc, it's time to get into a little bit of hoops, and well, I know hoops is a big deal for you, and for me, college basketball is my favorite sport. 
we haven't talked enough basketball. Let's let's start to change that here the rest of the summer. That'd be all right. Uh, I mean, uh, we're having a little withdrawal without the prime time league. Yes. And, and uh, I sure miss that Randy Larson. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I get the reason why. But, uh, you know, we're, we're going to talk uh, Hawkeye basketball, the 86-87 year. And that was uh, Dr. Tom's first year uh, as a Hawkeye. So help me out here because I uh, went back and read some articles. Now, I, I don't even... I was seven years old at the time, so I don't remember him being hired. You look at his record. It wasn't great at Stanford. It was okay at Boston College, Washington. You go through, it's not a sterling record. And when George Raveling leaves and Dr. Tom Davis decided, do you remember what the reaction was, at least initially? We know as the season went on and they got up to number one, it was great. But I'm, I'm talking right when he was hired, what were people's thoughts on Dr. Tom? There wasn't... A whole lot of buzz uh, with Dr. Tom, but, uh, you know, when George Raveling uh, left and uh, we felt, you know, that pretty soon we're going to have so much talent out there that no matter how George tried to um, shift the lineup, we were going to start winning. Mm -hmm. And, And I think it was like three, maybe four years ago, I had the chance to sit down and talk to uh, George Raveling uh-huh. and uh, he, he, you know, confided in me that uh, the worst thing he ever did was leave the university of Iowa. Yeah. And, you know, he went on what to USC mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and that, and now he's working with Nike and, but he says that was the worst mistake he ever made was leaving the university of Iowa and Iowa city. He had a team that could have won a national championship. And this season, Looked like he was heading down that path. I was still on the heels of the success under Lute Olson, the Final Four of 1980, the regular season title of 1979. Iowa basketball was a big deal nationally. It wasn't just here. It was nationally known. And you couple that with the advent of the Hawkeye Basketball Network across the state, where it was syndicated in all corners. This is how I became a Hawkeye fan. It wasn't Hawkeye football. It was Hawkeye basketball. Because I knew back then, every Thursday night, I could flip on and I could watch the Iowa Hawkeyes in the cold winter months when nothing else was on, and I had three channels in New Haven, Iowa. We didn't have, there was no cable. It was, you're a sports fan, this is your one sport for the week is what you got on Thursday nights, and the doubleheaders that they play on the travels with Thursday, Saturday. It, uh, it's what really, I think more than anything, made me a sports fan is this Iowa basketball team. The great moments and the heartbreaking moments that go with it, too. Yeah, I mean... I mean Tom Davis took this team, changed the offensive scheme, and it, you know, and that was you know some of the you know the fans didn't like the Tom Davis uh, format, but you know all the guy did was win. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was we're going to press you, you know, baseline to baseline, and we're going to get out there. I mean, we that year we had Jerry Wright, we had of course Roy Marble, who was only a a sophomore that year. We had Ed Horton. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Gamble, who uh, ended up uh, going and playing for the Boston Celtics. We had Brad Lowhouse, Les Jepsen, Al Lorenzen. I mean, you know, we were loaded. We were loaded for Bear, and we had B.J. Armstrong leading the way, who uh, ended up uh, having a nice career with the uh, uh, Chicago Bulls. You didn't even mention my favorite player on that team. 
Jeff Moe. Jeff Moe. Shooting that corner three. And this is the advent of the three-point line. It started to come in. Uh, we also had the expansion the year prior of the NCAA tournament to 64 teams. It's really college basketball was coming of age. It was more like the game that you see today here during this time period of the mid into the late 80s, up and down style in Iowa. You mentioned the pressing, the up and down. So during the season, Iowa starts off, they go up to the Great Alaska Shootout. When the Great Alaska Shootout was a big deal. Unfortunately, that's one of the uh, tournaments that has kind of almost gone the way of the Dodo Bird, but it's a big deal. They beat a very good NC State team there. They win the championship, and they're off and rolling. And they beat Drake, beat Iowa State. Still, they hadn't played anybody real good outside of NC State during the non-conference. They're undefeated, but because they're undefeated, they get up to number three in the country before we even get into Big Ten play. Iowa basketball was a big talking point early in the year nationally. It was great to be a Hawkeye the, that year. <laughs> I can tell you that, you know, because I was in dental school and, uh-huh. and uh, you know, you all I had to do was walk across the street and to Hawkeye Carver Arena and uh, go down to my seat and, it, you know, it was never a dull moment and it, it you know, that place was electrifying and uh, you talk about noise and uh, it it was. It was one of those special years in Hawkeye basketball that, uh, you know, what would we go? We rattled off 18 straight, you know, before we finally got beat. By uh, Ohio, Ohio State. State. How does Ohio State always beat undefeated Iowa team? That, that's a conversation for another day. But before that, one of my all-time favorite games. So they're in Champaign-Urbana taking on the Illini. Iowa still, uh, at this point, undefeated. 15-0, and 0, they go in there, and they played terrible. They played awful. Illinois, now this is the beginning of their run. I mean, we were talking about Kendall Gill, the youngster on that team, and this was a very good Stephen Bardo was on that. This was a good Illinois team themselves, who ended up going to the Final Four that year, by the way. But Iowa played terribly. They're down 22, and they come roaring, roaring back. back. And, and I remember it so vividly. Being upset, seven years old, of course, I'm incredibly frustrated. Why Iowa doesn't play this way. This is not the Iowa basketball team we'd seen all year. And the comeback happens un- incredible. Down 22 on the road, and they win that game. Yeah. You know, we won it by three. And uh, I probably... It was a loss in my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're thinking, oh my gosh, I better start studying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we watched it. And uh, because win, lose, or draw, we're always Hawkeye fans. And and, uh, and and that was probably one of the moment that we knew we had a good team. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you're down that many points at Champaign. And Champaign is not an easy place to win at any time. No matter what the Illini put out on the court, they're tough. And uh, they get those guys from Chicago and, and uh, uh, Peoria and... and uh, you know, they're a good team, usually. They uh, After that one on the road, Purdue is ranked number six in the country. They beat them. And then my favorite, the end of the long winning streak, win number 18 in a row to begin the year as Indiana comes to Carver. And for the first time ever, Bob Knight, as I was ranked number one in the country, third-ranked Indiana, a Bob Knight coach team gave up 100 points as Iowa wins it 101-88. to Boy, did that feel good. Because yeah, even as a seven-year-old, 
I knew that Bobby Knight was a hot, a hot rod, so I, I even knew it then. That was a good feeling. Yeah, the general doesn't like to lose. No. And he, uh, you know, really, Iowa wasn't, quote, you know, we Tom Davis was more of a defensive team. You know, that's the, what he strived for, defense, defense, defense. And we still scored 100 points against, you know, the Hoosiers. And what a game. I mean, you know, you could tell the general was uh, fit to be tied. And, uh, you know, if, if if he could have, he probably would have thrown a chair. Yes, yes. <laughs> Had to have those things kneeled down after his uh, performance against Purdue. Uh, was that a year prior, I think it yep, was. year prior. When, when that one happened. Well, the season went on. The loss to Ohio State was frustrating. Iowa loses their undefeated run. They also, uh, during the Big Ten slate, also had a, a trip down to Arizona, took on Lou Dolson's squad. They were down in that game, came back. Roy Marble, I remember that one. He was really good in the comeback. Finish up the regular season, 14-4 and in the Big Ten. They get the number two seed. They travel out west, and uh, the NCAA tournament is here. This is an Iowa team that beat all comers. They'd run big, big... What was the expectation? You got to help me out here because of my mind at the time, because I thought they were never going to lose. Was the expectation though Final Four bust? I, we felt that it was Final Four. I mean, yeah. but you know, you got to look who you face along the way. And if I remember right, that was uh, we got beat by the number one seed in that uh, year, and. Uh, wasn't that the Phi Jamma Slamma group? No, 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 no. That wasn't it? No, no, no. not Houston, I, UNLV. Oh, no, Houston, yeah, okay. Yeah. UNLV. Well, that was with uh, Tark the Shark. Yes. It, you know, he chewed up a lot of towels. He and, did, and, yes. uh And, you know, Tark was, it was tough. I he mean, was a know, good coach. He, you know, yes. and, uh, you know, they didn't, didn't they make it to the championship that year? They uh well they lost in the semifinals then it was Syracuse so Indiana but yeah they made the final four because that was the elite eight and elite eight. Yep. Uh, I remember it vividly so the path there they beat Santa Clara in the opening round in the second round they really struggled with UTEP and Don Haskins still the coach at the time down at UTEP that one went down to the wire then the Sweet Sixteen they go out to Seattle for the Sweet Sixteen and they play Oklahoma very good Oklahoma squad in its own right who a year later would play for the national championship. Under uh, and Billy Tubbs, the coach at the time, they loved to fly up and down the floor, as did Iowa. But Kevin Gamble hitting the shot to send them to the Elite Eight. So as you're getting ready for this, and I again more of my memories as a youngster, sitting there, they're a game away from the Final Four. That's the destination. All these things, and Iowa gets up early, early in that game against UNLV and. Looked like this was easy. They're up 18 in the first half. I think they're up 16 at halftime. They're cruising the Final Four. I mean, Doc, you're, I know you're in dental school, but you're booking your tickets for New Orleans, right? I'm punching my ticket, baby. You know, <laughs> big easy. Here we yeah, come. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know. it, it looked inevitable. <laughs> I feel a cough coming on. Right, right. I, I'm going to be gone gonna for be a gone few for days. going to be gone for a couple days. <laughs> but the second half begins... And for one of the few times all season long, Iowa starts to slow down. They're pulling it out. They're not attacking like they did in the first half, like they did seemingly all season long. They got, I don't think complacent's the right word, but it was they were playing very tentative. And suddenly UNLV starts hitting shots that they hadn't been hitting to that point. 
it became a ball game. UNLV, I mean, it felt like it was a snap of the finger, and, and I'm not sure how quick it was, but that 16-point lead evaporated very quickly in the second half. Second half, yeah. And, you know, things just weren't going our way. And, you know, but, you know, Jerry Tarkanian, he's he's tough. I mean, you know, he didn't get to uh, where he was in the NCAA and, and uh, with that, you know, UNLV program by, uh, you know, letting you, you know, walk all over him. I mean, mm-hmm. the very few coaches can you say that, that he got those guys going and uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, they went on and we 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 went on back to Iowa City and uh, we uh, forgot about the Big Easy pretty quick. Oh boy, Gary Graham went off in that one for UNLV in the second half and uh, after went over it. And, and Gerald Padillo, a guy that wasn't a good shooter, he was hitting threes all over the place. So I'll tell you a story, Doc. I... Uh, after the final buzzer went off and the UNLV guys are celebrating, Tark's got a smile on his face as he tosses the towel to the side. I ran down to the basement in our house where my room was, and I'm bawling because I'm seven. And, and that's what seven-year-olds do. Now, I don't know. You were 22, 23. You might also have been bawling. But we'll, we'll leave that aside. So I go down there. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been downtown. Oh, right? Yeah, that, that makes sense, too. <laughs> crying in your beer. A, a different way of doing it. So I'm going down there. And I'm crying, and I'm crying in my pillow. My mom comes downstairs and rubs my back, and I still remember her saying, it's all right. You know, Roy and Ed and BJ, they're just sophomores. I, Hawks are going to make a Final Four. And Well, here we are over 30 years later, and my mom is still a liar. The Hawkeyes <laughs> have never been close to a Final Four since then. It still stings, Doc, and I know I'm not alone in that one. No, I mean, that's as close as we've been for quite a while. I mean, uh we had that final four run uh, with Ronnie Lester and, and that group, and uh, and we came close again with uh, Vince Brookins in that group uh, when I was a freshman in uh, uh, at the University of Iowa mm-hmm. in undergrad. But uh, that was a special year too for uh, Hawkeye basketball. And I, uh, you're right. I mean, and we still think about when Ronnie Lester went down that uh, if. If he would just been healthy, we might have gotten to the finals and possibly possibly won. But you know, yeah. a hope and a prayer won't get you much. No, no. And this season we're talking about here. This is one they would have got Indiana. We mentioned they'd scored a hundred against. Now the second time in Assembly Hall didn't go very well, but that was a toss-up game. And if they would have played Syracuse for the national title, they would have beat that Syracuse team. Not a doubt in my mind. That close. The final four year of nineteen eighty. We a lot of what-ifs as Hawkeye fans, isn't there? Yeah, we leave a lot on the table we sometimes. We do. <laughs> well, this was another edition of the Hawkeye Swarm, talking a little basketball today with a look back at 1986-1987, presented by Fuller Family Dentistry with Dr. Stephen Fuller. Doc, we will do it again next week. Thank you. All right, you have a good week. Well, Trent, uh, sorry to bring up uh, bad memories for you and Doc Fuller, but that was a, a very educational piece. As you mentioned, um, you know, before we went to break, the big lead that, or before we played the segment rather, uh, the big lead dissipated. A significant lead at halftime. Mm-hmm. Not such a good performance in the final twenty minutes. Not at all. And really, it was about a stretch after the under four timeout. They're still up eighteen at that point with just under sixteen minutes left, and it felt like in a snap of a finger. And I, Doc and I were talking about that. Doc was in dental school at the time, and it just. It just went away. It was incredible. They were doing whatever they wanted. 
I remember afterwards, uh, Jerry Tarkanian talked a little bit about what they did defensively in the first half to try to combat the height that Iowa had. They went back to their old scheme, and Iowa had no answer. And they suddenly went from not being able to hit anything, knocking threes all over Mm. the place, and uh, a frustrating one. And I told the story of me running downstairs and crying in the basement. Uh, tears as a Hawkeye fan. Where did you watch the game? I and mean, what network was it at the time? Do you remember? CBS. It was CBS. It was still. CBS because if it was anything else, I wouldn't, wouldn't have got it. got it, sure. No. Yeah. In, in New Haven, we did not. We had KIMT in Mason City. Mm-hmm. We had KTTC in Rochester and KWAL in Austin, Minnesota. Those are our three networks. And IPTV sometimes would come in. Yeah. Uh, Marble, Armstrong, Low House, Moe, Horton. Vanilla, Gorilla, and Al Lorenzen. Gamble. Gavin Gamble. Everyone <laughs> passed right over him. He had 18 in that game. Yeah, it wasn't a bad team. Really good team. And Gamble hit that shot the round before in the Sweet 16 to beat Oklahoma. Send them to this one. Felt like Iowa was going to New Orleans mm. to the Final Four, and they were they're going to see a team that they'd pasted earlier in the year mm. in Indiana. So those people that say that this was a better team than the Final Four team, are they right? Yes, a better team, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Didn't get as far. Right. Better team, there is not a doubt in my mind. This is as talented of a roster as they have had. You know, people talk about the six pack and Freddie Brown and and uh, John Johnson and that group, but this one, top to bottom, for a long time, this team had the most ever college basketball roster. The guys that played in the NBA, there were eight guys that at least had a cup of coffee on it until was broken semi recently, I think it was. Finally, nine teams from roster made it, players from a roster made it. Kentucky? Yeah, I think that's what it was a few years back. But it's just a what if, a what if, a and what if. Uh, well, I was not close to that. Mm. Those now, you, now, you and Doc Fuller will get back to football. Have you got another basketball one coming up? What have you got planned in the future when we listen to the swarm? We got a little bit more. We're going to take a look back at my favorite Iowa football season in coming weeks 2002. Yes, there's the loss to Damn. Iowa State, but Doc Fuller, you know, he he still says, at least in recent Ferentz era, 2015 is his favorite. Well, the way that it ended, mm-hmm. frustrating. And that 12-0 didn't feel quite as good as the 11-1. No, because year. there were so many close games, right? Yes. Then. I mean, they're all there. They're, they all count, and it's still at the end of the day, 12-0. I think if you took that team and played against the 2002 team, what would the, what would the score be, Trent? Uh, at the end of November? Sure. 38-13. Yeah. Pretty good team, weren't they? I, I still maintain to this day, if there was a Big Ten championship game in 2002, I would not only beat that Ohio State team that won the national championship, they throttle them. Mm-hmm. You play that the first uh, Saturday in December, Iowa beats them by three scores. They were playing at that high of a level. No, no doubt. I mean, you, and you talked about it in the Hawkeye Swarm, just how many guys on that 86-87 team were pros. <laughs> how many guys on that 2000 <laughs> team were, or 2002 team were yeah, pros? That Remarkable. Best offensive line in school really? history. Yep, no Brad doubt. Banks, yep. wide receivers on each side with mm-hmm. Mo Brown and C.J. Jones, a running game, and then a defense that improved a lot as the year went on. End of November, December. They play USC at that time. I think they beat USC. Mm, they that, that layoff hurt. That layoff did hurt in the yeah. Orange Bowl. And you were there, right? I was there. Got off to a wonderful start. 48,000 of my drunkest Hawkeye friends. (laughs) We had a good time in South Beach. Uh, No doubt. I bet you did. All right, you and Jimmy B today have what? We got Alex Halstead stopping by a lot on the Cyclones today. We're also going to be talking with Ian Castleberry, his thoughts on the All-Star game and the selections, the snubs, Blake Snell. He's going to be there, right? Yeah, no, he is. Verlander's not going to pitch. Right. I mean, that's already been decided. In fact, there's an asterisk by his name, 
that says won't be eligible mm-hmm. to pitch because he's scheduled to pitch on Sunday. Now, Barrios, is, he pitched last, so he'll pitch Saturday. I'll so pitch he'll Saturday. be good. Yep. Yeah, he'll be good. And uh, though I would have liked to see Eddie Rosario, and I don't think he's going to win the final five vote. Yeah, I vote. don't think so either. And, boy, he uh, he's a guy that you would spotlight a few years ago. A couple of years ago, yeah. I was frustrated Just raw is what he was. Yes, then. incredibly raw. And yeah. he he's a changed his approach a little bit, along with the immense talent he had. I didn't think he was a guy that was ever going to turn the corner. He has. And though he's not an all-star he should be an all- he should be the Twins representative over Brios. I, I don't disagree with that. All right, um, tube talk tonight. You've got no baseball. Will no. you get a chance to see your Twins tonight? I enjoyed yeah. the heck out of that game last night. I really did. Got- I could listen to Dick Bremer read a phone book. I think I honestly could. <laughs> you're you're a Bremer local fan, guys. Yeah. The local teams, I think Heat's number one for maybe I like Casper and Deshays. They're good too. Brian but Anderson. I- yeah, Brian Anderson That's with Milwaukee's been pretty good too. Yeah, and uh, he, he's he's um, he's got so much depth. Yes, you know it's just more than base. Well, Bremer does basketball too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we you know we're lucky. It just maybe yeah. it's just the St. Louis crew that I can't st- <laughs> and I can't stand Steve Fizyok. Doesn't do it for stand, you. No, I can't stand Fizyok. <laughs> Never been a fan of Fizyok. Uh So that's uh, that's what's on tap for me tonight. Maybe watch a little bit of the Blow Jays, just because Marcus Stroman, who I like, yeah. Is on the hill as they take on Atlanta tonight, and then uh, try and stay up as long as possibly can to watch as much of the Cubs as we possibly can. I made it the whole way last night. As you I said, you said yeah. that earlier. Yeah. I was surprised. I um, after the error, what inning was that? In the fifth, I think. Yeah, fifth. They tied. Was it fifth? Yeah, I think it was. Um, I was at the end. Um, <laughs> Jimmy B and TC today get you home. They will take the air from. Th- Three until six. We appreciate you being here. We're back tomorrow at noon. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber. And Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine.
Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. It's the Ford Summer Sales Event, and now while selection is best, it's the best time to buy. With amazing offers across a full lineup of Ford vehicles, now is the time to make summer go right with Ford, America's best-selling brand. Stop by a local Ford store or shop online at buyfordnow.com because there is no better time than right now to get behind the wheel of a new Ford during the Ford Summer Sales Event. summer sales event is here right now get zero percent apr financing for 72 months plus one thousand dollars ford credit bonus cash on a great lineup of ford suvs best-selling claim based on 2017 calendar year sales not all buyers qualify for ford credit financing 72 months at 1389 per month for one thousand finance regardless of down payment not available on expedition for all offers take new retail delivery from authorized ford dealer stock by 731.18 see dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for qualifications and details Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Saturday, July 14th, come out to Lions Park in Altoona. Help us support the athletes from the Special Olympics of Iowa at the third annual Responding for Heroes softball tournament. Opening ceremonies start at 8.30 with the first pitch to be thrown at 8.50. For more information, visit our Facebook page, Responding for Heroes Softball Tournament. All proceeds raised goes to the Special Olympics of Iowa. Come out, have fun, Saturday, July 14th, and help us support this great